All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of, oops, I'm about to say the wrong thing. Where am I? My FX Buddies, the podcast. And why do I say the podcast? Yes, because there is a blog also entitled, titled, I guess titled, right? Um, My FX Buddies and I did, oops, I did indeed do a search because someone said, hey, I forgot your website. Can you tell me what it is? And I was, go- I was going to tell them, well, just do a internet search. But I said, let me not tell someone to do something I haven't done myself. Yeah, so I just put in my FX buddies and now, but it was on a cell phone. So the first thing that came up was, I, apples, whatever, and then the next thing, uh, iTunes, is it iTunes? I don't know, whatever. Then, um, the blog was the second link, but like I said, that was on, oh, oh, I wanted to, okay, don't forget, I have to make a note to myself, Christmas in herbal and the video okay let me quit fooling around okay if you're new uh there's i'm just gonna rush through this okay if you're new spotify i am on spotify as my fx buddies and there's a video so all these articles that i'm gonna go over you can actually see me going over not me but you'll see my computer going over the articles. Okay. Um, it's my F as in Frank X buddies. All right. So a lot, a lot, a lot happened yesterday. I just didn't, you know how I am, sporadic, right? And I really did want to post because I was like, well, what if today a lot, a lot of news comes out too? But thankfully it didn't. So this is going to cover news from december 14th and december 15th of 2020 iraqi dinar news december 14th and december 15th okay look at this title here so the central bank is talking about returning the dollar exchange rate to 1200 so 1200 dinars per dollar this is what will happen in the market now mind you it was 1186 on December 18th, 2020, the dinar rate was 11.86. That was the official rate on the CBI website. Uh, and then the people woke up the next morning and it was 14.50, 14.60, and they were denying the CBI was denying that they had devalued the rate. <laughs> but anyway, okay, so this article, when you read this article, it says things that are not true. Okay, um, so the Central Bank of Iraq announced that it had prepared a draft currency structure study. They've done lots of these studies for at least two years they've been studying the effect of changing the exchange rate okay so um but look at this re-exchanged so you know 
I like that. We're looking for revalue, right? But re-exchanged to 1,200 dinars. And isn't that weird terminology? Almost like they know we're looking for the word revalue. And that would be a revalue. They would be revaluing it to 1,200 dinars down from, actually up from, right? Because 1,460 is lower even though the number is higher, it's a lower value than 1,200 dinars, right? Okay, so um, the central bank has completed the preparation, noting that the timing of the project's implementation depends on the bank's policy. So that's the CBI, the Central Bank of Iraq. The central bank's policy, political and economic conditions of the country. Okay, so yes, the CBI has the say-so, right? Quote-unquote, say-so. But, you know, really they need permission from the World Bank and IMF and us, right, um, to change their money. But what they want their citizens to believe is the CBI is in charge, okay? So, um, and politically right now, they're stable. You know, they're not, there's a few couple thousand people out in the streets. Um, demonstrating, but nothing like it was before, right, two years ago. And then the economy, uh, they can, on paper, they can say, well, our, our exchange rate has been stable for two months, right? Because, what do they say, figures lie and liars figure, right? So yeah, on paper, they can come to any conclusion they want. But this right here is a lie. There is no intention of the bank to issue new denominations of the currency, noting that continuing to provide the new bank notes to compensate for the damaged bank notes. Okay, we know in Dinarland it is believed. Okay, we already know at one time they had lower denominations. You can still buy them. They had a one. They have a zero. It looks like a zero. A one, a five, a twenty, a twenty-five, right? A, one, a 50, a 100. So we're not stupid. We we know at one time they had lower denominations. And these larger notes only came into effect when we came in and lowered their currency overnight by war. Then they needed the larger notes that we have, the 25K, 50K notes, right? And we've heard from gurus, but also from boots on the ground, real people who are there, and I actually am going to share a video. It's going to be posted on this post here. It's a guy, his name is Nader, and he's hilarious, but um, someone sent me this video, and they were like, are you related to him? Because he's saying, he's saying the dinar is not going to revalue until February of next year, but, um, and I'll tell you more on that later. Okay. So he even says, yes, we know about the lower denominations. Yes, they're in the ATMs. So this is a lie right here, right? And so you're thinking, well, why would they, at least I'm thinking, why would they be telling the people, which they are, I fully believe they are telling them that, and they were telling them when Abadi was Prime Minister back in 2018. In fact, I even found, and over the weekend, I came across an old article where they told them their money was about to increase. In the article, 
Um, maybe I'll post it. Not today, though, because this one's pretty full, and I want you to focus on all the stuff. Those of you who go to the blog and look, I want you to focus on this. I want I would like for you to read this whole article because I don't have time to go over it. And it's on their TV. They're running it on their television. It's in so many of the news sites that I look at. So they really want the citizens to see this. Okay. Um, then they talk about it had negative effects. If they changed the rate to 1200 it would have negative effects and will lead to the exchange rate in the market going out of control. But that is hogwash, for lack of a nonviolent word, right? <laughs> the people, you didn't care about that when you devalued the money. So why would you care about putting it back where it was? Which is what the people are saying, you know, give at least put it back where it was. At least we were surviving here. They've been struggling this whole year. In fact, they keep putting out videos of people, um, citizens. They're talking to the citizens and the citizens are complaining about how hard life has been since they did this. Okay, so then they go on and they talk about how it helped boost their, uh, it helped the countries finances but it hurt the people right so we know that so here's another one uh, another article saying um uh, it's a little different but same like i was saying they have different variations it's like they take an article and they say okay you get to post it this way with this title you get to post it this way with this title so here, the central bank is saying the devaluation of the dinar increased foreign exchange reserves by $16 billion, okay, which it did, possibly more. And they point out a year ago, okay, and I've been emphasizing this since, what, right before Thanksgiving, because all of a sudden, they've been having all these articles talking about, hey, you said you were going to devalue for a year and the year's coming. You know, what are you going to do? So I thought that was great that um, they have that, you know, nearly a year ago. Because December 19th, December 20th will be a year. Okay, so same thing, right? If you go here, you should read this. Um, so... Soleil, who is the, what is his name, what is his, advisor to the prime minister, he says, um, suggested that Iraq is in recovery and will inevitably live in the next 2022, right, so the next year, without financial hardships or facing or financing restrictions caused by a lack of revenue due to the recovery of the energy market. So oil, right? Oil was up. So he's saying in 2022, we're going to be good. All right. So then here's another one. Iraqi foreign reserves rise. Okay, so that, that, was, that was another one. Here again, almost a year ago. This right here is the CBI governor. Okay. So here, and he says... We were meeting sometimes twice a day with the IMF and the World Bank. But we're better now. So 
I guess he's trying to say we don't meet with them as much, but we were. All right. Okay. So now this came out yesterday. All of these were yesterday. So this came out and, um, it actually, this came out on the 13th for us, December 13th. This came out and, and, um, it was, it had a sentence like, well, we're waiting for, to see what the United States does with their monetary policy. And I was like, what? <laughs> Do they know something about our monetary policy that we don't know? So, yes, they are, um, watching what we do with our money, right? The whole world is actually with our dollar. So, I was like, um, we need clarification on this. What do they mean by the monetary, you know, policy? So, <laughs> of course, the next day, what do they do? They put out a definition of what we plan to do. And here it is. And if you listened to the Fed guy, what's his name, Jerome Powell, spoke today. Uh, and he said, I think he said anyway, it was in, I saw an article in this morning on CNBC that said they um, are going to raise the rate by the middle of next year. And by March, they're going to taper. Now, I don't see that in here, but, so, indicators drawn by the U.S. data, the Iraqis read, okay, you see that? The U.S. data that the Iraqis read. Hmm. Oh, look, it didn't bold. Oh, well, whatever. Are an increase in the material returns and interest on Iraqi funds, assets, and bonds located in America. So, think, this is all... We're holding their wealth and they're telling their citizens that we're holding their wealth right here in black and white. So the interest on the Rocky funds, assets and bonds located in America, most notably the hard currency reserves in U.S. Federal Bank in Washington. So that's the Federal Reserve. And let's see, then come down here further and it says, um, Saleh will reap that Iraq will reap a great benefit in light of the new monetary policy of the United States of America because the Central Bank of Iraq invests its foreign reserves in the United States providing the highest returns and lower risks. So they're saying, okay, our money is invested with you, but we're getting high interest and it's a low risk investment. But I don't know, is it? Mm, time will tell, right? Okay, so then they did actually put off, if, if you couldn't figure out by all those words that we are holding their money, <laughs> this person, economic expert, Dia Mosin, stressed that despite paying off their debts, uh, Iraq is still going to be in guardianship and the U.S. is going to be their guardian. Isn't that lovely? So, and he's saying that Iraq has already exited from Chapter 7. 
um, and then they'll go to chapter 6, but we have yet to see that. But he is saying, and, and he could be right, there are people who believe stuff comes out in the news and it's already happened, and it is probably is true. So, he is saying that they've paid the last $54 million that was owed. So, you know. But yeah, so they did come out and say it. Okay, here. This is something that has been discussed as long as I've been in this. So probably even longer. Does the rate have to change for Article 140 in the oil and gas law to pass? Or do these need to pass for the rate to change? Who knows, right? But I'm fairly certain they're waiting. If it's not the rate change that they're waiting for, they're waiting for all these laws to be activated and put in the Gazette. And this Article 140 in the Oil and Gas Law, which is also called the HCL, they've been approved for over seven years. And that's even, it's been in the news, it's been in articles, that there's hundreds of laws just waiting to be approved. So, yeah. But this guy is saying, hey, we're the Kurdistan Democratic Party, and we will support whoever is going to get this passed. Because... Article 140 has to do with Kirkuk and some other regions which aren't Kurdish, but they're not part of Baghdad. And that's where a lot of the oil is. So who should get the money, right? And then the oil and gas law, it's believed, is the law that holds the... Um, setting up the accounts so the citizens will get paid a monthly stipend from oil revenue. Okay, so this was interesting. I needed further clarification of this. They had a meeting. Every Tuesday they have a meeting and they go over what laws, Council of Ministers, right here. Every Tuesday they have a meeting and they do stuff, right? So they, um, one of the things they did was exchange they released the exchange mechanism for projects funded under the Iraq China agreement but remember the Iraq China agreement has not been given the go right because we have to say it's okay okay but so when I read that I was like, what does that mean? Mechanism for projects funded, right? And so, lo and behold, today they come out, or yesterday, they came out with that. So they are releasing the money, believing that it is in the 2021 20, budget. Um, so, yeah. And then he said, it's legal if the money's in there. But if it's not in there, <laughs> then, you know, but whatever. Meanwhile, the money will already have been released. Okay, so let's see. Here's another one. Okay, so even though other articles are saying they're not going to change the rate. They're not going to do everything with the money, right? 
Here it is, expectations of an unprecedented growth of the economic situation in Iraq. <laughs> and they keep going back and forth saying, oh, the GDP of Iraq is going to shrink. And, um, you know, so now they're saying it's going to grow 8.1%. That's a lot in one year. It's usually 2% or 4%. So 8.1 is a lot, but hey, if they let them go, do what they need to do. Oh, we're at 20 minutes. Okay, they will. Okay, so right here, I'm going to put a video of a guy named Nader in Iraq. And I just want to say he doesn't think it's going to happen soon. And he says there's still a lot to do. But understand, he could be right, but also... The people in the country, they've been lied to so much by the government that it is hard for them to believe the government. Um, clearly, he reads the news because you'll hear him reference articles. But um, it doesn't surprise me that he still thinks this is a ways out because they do. Same thing with Iran. If you meet Iranians, I'd say... 8 out of 10 are going to say, oh, they're never going to change the money. The government's always going to be crooked, you know. So don't let him jade you. Um, but he does say, you know, it's good to buy dinar. It is going to change. And he says you will be comfortable. He doesn't say you'll be rich. You'll be comfortable. I like him. <laughs> okay. But anyway, so I'll put that there. It's not there now. So you will have to go to the blog to see the video, okay? Alright, so now today, someone responds. Okay, let me just quickly go to, um, here there's a nice little article from the advisor saying the white paper is a reflection on the future of um, economic reality for Iraq and it's going to be good. And then they even talk about the 2023 budget is going to be free of a deficit and a comfortable surplus. And again, they talk about the U.S. currency, what's going to happen with the U.S. currency, and the price of oil. Okay? And I think that's the last article. Yeah. So, read that. That's good and very encouraging. Okay? And so, and then after reading that, I think 2022 will be a year of transition for them. Getting used to the new rate, the new wealth. So, yeah. Okay. Then, getting back to what I wanted to point out. So this guy, he comes out and says, so this is the first person responding to, if you reduce it, if you re, well, increase, actually. Oh, no, okay. It is reducing the dollar. It's reducing the dollar to 1200 Okay. So I put, finally, someone is making some sense. Um, he says that we're dealing with the negative effects now. And you're also limiting the people from getting the dollar. Right now, they only sell the dollar to banks and businesses, but not to the people. And the banks and the businesses are the ones that are smuggling the dollar, right? But he says, the words of the central bank are illogical and unacceptable. I like that. He doesn't say they're lying. <laughs> he says they're illogical and unacceptable. As all the gains that have been achieved from raising the price of the dollar are considered insignificant. 
In contrast, the reduction of the price of the dinar led to inflation in the local market. Significant inflation. So, whoever he is, he's looking out for the people. And it is hurting, you know, like I said, it was good for the country, but bad for the people. He said no job opportunities were created. Rather, it was an unsuccessful step and repudiated it even from the former members of parliament and businessmen who adopted it and bears the burden of the governor of the central bank and the minister of finance. Okay, he said, and he indicated that restoring, so this guy indicated that restoring the dollar exchange rate will not have repercussions at the level of the repercussions that occurred when the value of the NARB was devalued. So he's like, you're crazy. It couldn't get any worse than it was when you devalued the dollar. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so I hope this was helpful. There was a lot of education in this. And really watch the video that I'm going to put right here. That will give you a little bit of perspective from an Iraqi citizen. Uh, you know, at least he claims to be an Iraqi citizen. I, I don't see why he would lie, right? Uh, so, but... Um, yeah, okay, so I'm, I don't want to go on because it's already 25 minutes. All right, um, thank you for listening. I probably won't post, I don't, tomorrow's Thursday, usually not a lot of um, news comes out on Thursday, so I don't think I'm going to do a post, but you never know, right? And that's why if wherever you're listening or watching, there's a subscribe button, you should activate it so that when I do post, you will be notified. All right. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you. Um, hope you're enjoying the holiday season wherever you are. And just, if you can't buy gifts, that's okay. The gift is that we are alive. The gift is that you have, hopefully, you have people in your life that love you. And don't forget that. Because there are some lonely people that don't have family. And I talk to them and I pray for them. So I do know they exist. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day, uh, evening, night, whatever time frame you're in. And until next time.